0: Welcome to Lost in Twin Peaks. Today's episode is about the Twin Peaks mythology as featured in these episodes three and four parts three and four of season three and we're going to deal with this first by just describing the scenes that are in it that take place in the spirit world and then talking about the lodge lore actually digging into it a little more now. I had to cut some stuff out because originally this was recorded with spoilers so talking about stuff that happens later in season three but uh I want to incorporate this into the larger Lost in Twin Peaks podcast where I don't do that. I just talk about what's in the episode itself. So a little bit out there. It's in the Patreon episode if you want to check it out. But uh, for this, we're just going to focus on what we know up to this point. In this case, we have both the Red Room and the Purple World Tower. We get a few scenes in the Red Room, uh, one in which Dougie Jones disintegrates in front of Mike, and then another one where Mike is wandering around with his hand in the air, and then that that kind of red room overlaps with Cooper's world, and he speaks directly to Dougie Cooper. Most of the spirit world time in parts three and four is spent in the purple world tower. Cooper falls through space, he lands on this little balcony, looks out over a vast sea, and then he goes inside of uh, the room that's right there and he enters and meets Nato, who is this uh, Asian character with something over her eyes she's obviously blind and she speaks in this jibber jabbering kind of way and Cooper approaches a socket that says 15 on it and she pulls him away from that she pushes him out and makes a motion across her throat like you know cutting your head off type of thing something's knocking at the door she takes him to the roof and somehow it's a small cube floating in space that obviously couldn't contain this whole room they've been in. So it's this strange sort of paradox. She pulls a lever on a bell-shaped object. She's electrocuted and she falls through space as Major Briggs's head floats by and says Blue Rose. Cooper goes back into the room. He sees the American girl, who is played by the same actress as Renette Pulaski. We don't know if... You know, Phoebe Augustine is playing the same character. I, I treat them as two separate characters. And then there's a knocking again. The outlet is humming. Some electricity is kind of activated. She warns him that my mother's coming. And she says, when you go get there, you'll already be there. And Cooper goes, he's zapped, pulled in through... The outlet which now says three instead of 15 and as he's pulled in his shoes fall off and that's what leads us into the vegas storyline i'm going to talk more about it in the lodge lore section but the banging on the door i think is the first that i can think of first sort of prominent use of a door that we've seen in the return maybe i'm forgetting something but doors are obviously a huge motif throughout the return also through lynch's work in general okay so that was a lot of story and plot to discuss and dig into we've got a lot of lodge lore this episode So I'll just go through all of it and you can say what you think of it if you want to send me feedback or whatever. I'm just going to list it. We see the purple world with the castle and the sea. We see the two outlets switch from 3 to 15. That's a fascinating thing. The fact that... Before NATO takes Cooper upstairs, it says three. And then when she brings him back down, it says 15. I think people have speculated this is something to do with positive and negative energy. We also see the Major's head detached. It says blue rose. Later, Albert references blue rose. We won't find out what that means, but it's a call back to firewalk with me. The American Girl's Watch says 253, which was the, arm, the evolution of the arms clue. One of the things he said to Cooper, I think, remember, 253. And we also hear the mother banging at the door. So more lodge motifs. We see the curtains in front of Mr. C and in Dougie's world. I think this is the first time that the curtains have appeared in the outside world. Like, they never do that in season one and two. We get some more Fire Walk With Me callbacks when Dougie's arm gets numb. He has trouble lifting it, just like Teresa in Fire Walk With Me. And he's wearing the Owl Cave ring. We have no idea how he got it, why, what it signifies exactly. But uh, Mike will take that in the Red Room once Dougie disintegrates. Both Dougie and Cooper might puke Garmin Bosia. Uh, Mr. C definitely does. You can see like a yellow, chunky substance coming out as he vomits. Uh, Dougie's vomit is smaller so I don't know if it has something to do with pain and sorrow they've caused or what but for some reason they both eject Garmin and we get oblique reference to something that was kind of a big deal in Fire Walk With Me. Mike also talks to both Dougie and Dougie Cooper he just continues his role here as kind of a spirit guide I think extending on the role to a certain extent that that character played in the physical world in season two guiding the characters to Bob or trying to anyways in a weird way. And uh, running some sort of interference or doing something in firewalk With Me, it's hard to assess exactly. And it seems like they just took that role to a sort of its literal extreme, especially once the little man wasn't gonna be in it. So they needed him to kind of step up. Or I don't know, maybe he was always scripted to take that that level of a role. And uh, Michael J. Anderson was just gonna be doing what the evolution of the arm does, I'm not sure. We see a gold ball, I think for the first time in this whole series. When Dougie disintegrates, he kind of becomes a gold ball. And then it's just sort of an animated thing that's moving around. And then once he's gone for good and the smoke rises, we see a, a physical prop of a gold ball that Mike picks up along with the ring. Or Actually, I don't know if he does pick. Yeah, he does. He puts it in his pocket and later he shows it to Dougie Cooper in his bedroom. As I asked before, I'm not sure, but I think that rock thing, is it Judy? I'm talking about the thing that the gold ball disappears or vibrates around and then we see this grayish object. It could be an egg, I'm not sure. It looks like a very eraser head thing. It signifies, I think alongside the gold ball, this idea of a kind of a duality within the the people, the dark and the light. And uh, maybe in Dougie's case, the darker was uh, bigger, if not quite as overwhelming as for somebody like uh, Mr. C. We get introduced to this Red Room Avatar symbol. I've already discussed what that kind of means. We see Judy caught on camera in the New York surveillance system. And of course we see the A-bomb on Gordon's wall. The explosion. The mushroom cloud. We see Kafka on his other wall. I'm not sure why that is, except that it kind of fits. Briggs' fate is revealed by Bobby. The fact that Cooper's the last to see him alive. That's a bit of lore that feels very Frostian. We learn that one of the Coopers must die now that they're both out in the world. Mike says that. Now one of you must die. And... It's hard to say how that plays out exactly. It's like, well, what's the timetable on that? What does it mean that one of them must die? I, I don't know. I don't know if it has any larger significance than just, hey, you're out here with this evil person. He's going to try to kill you. So I guess he's going to die if you're going to live. It might just be that simple. Of course, Mr. C says, "erev" instead of very speaking backwards, which is a fun little reference back to the Red Room stuff. And we hear Albert talking about Jeffreys, introducing him to the story again as this mysterious character kind of hovering between worlds. That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also support this podcast and all my other endeavors on patreon.com slash lostinthemovies. Tomorrow's episode will cover the current events that took place around the time that Parts 3 and 4 aired. So May 28th, 2017. Five years in the past now. Let's see what was in the news, what was on Time Magazine's cover, what was in the movie theaters, and so forth.